Back again, man. It's your boy, Circle K. It's Fit Lady Sports Talk Radio, man. Episode 5, man. We in this thing back again. Got some good, we got short topics this week. Not too long, but it's going to be an interesting episode. Um, you already know I got my man, the 5'2 Slugger from Louisville, Louisville Slugger CP. What's happening? What's happening, GA? What's happening, man? And then go again, back again. I got my boy Josh Williams, aka Stack Money. What's happening, Josh? Man, what's good, y'all? Man, topics we got lined up for this week, man. We really only got the two topics, but they I feel like they're gonna take some time to talk about. DeAndre Hopkins said this week he the best receiver in the league. He said he doesn't have Drew Brees or Matt Ryan. He had that type of quarterback consistently. The numbers will be there. He said the numbers are all over there, but he'll be – he said Julio might come to know he's, he's number one. He's the best receiver in the league. So we're going to rank, man, top five receiver, quarterback, DB, running backs, linebacker. We're going to rank top five in the NFL right now, man, our opinion, you know. Uh, and also our second topic is a big, big issue of what's going on right now in the United States. The murder that happened to the – you know, the murder that happened in Minneapolis, Louisville, and Georgia. Um, the murder of African-American people, women and men, by the hands of police officers. Touchy subject, but we probably, we got to touch on it. Here at home, everywhere, you know, everything we do. But first up, top five, man. Top five quarterbacks. We're going to crank it off like that. Who y'all got in your top five? Stack, you gonna go first? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say. Uh, I gotta go with the goat, Tom Brady. Um, as one, or you no ranking you? How you ranking yours? I, I mean, I gotta say him one because I mean he's a goat. You got to. If we going off of stacks of this year, or we just saying career? How you? How we gonna do it? Because, I mean, I got to say Tom Brady. To, who's no, who's number one in your book today, Stack? Who's number one in your book today? That's, you know, like that. I'm still going to go with Tom Brady. Okay. Respect. I'm still going to go with him. Then i probably go with – this crazy. I'm going to say Drew Brees because he's just been so consistent, more consistent than others. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of them being consistent, but – I got to go with Drew Brees. I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Then I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. The fifth spot, it's it's a toss-up. I'm going to go with uh, – and you still got Mahomes and you got uh, Watson. Watkins. I'm going to go with Mahomes. This only thing I have to say – I, I have two things to say about Josh Five. One, he has a five I did not expect anybody else to say right now. Yeah, he got an OG five. And, and yeah, yeah. And, I, and, I, yeah. and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I know I know one is if when people hear this and they listen, they're gonna blow up the Twitter, the IDM, our, our text messages and hear Matt Ryan in there, y'all. You know, you know, they gonna have something to say. But him putting Drew Stack putting Drew Brees too. Yeah. And saying some people have problems with it, I I don't and and y'all know me I hate the Saints but respect is respect when you ball for me and that dude been a baller it you know 
Now, I critique Drew Brees a little different, which I'll get into later on. But on that, I, I won't be mad no matter because Drew Brees too. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I mean, Stack got a he got an OG list. I mean, those are the yeah. original gangsters. You know what I'm saying? They they paid the way for the quarterback position nowadays. So it's all respect with Stack's list, to be honest. For me, but um, I could I could I could go with my list real quick. I can show you my list. So uh, what I had, I had P. Holmes at number one, Russell Wilson at number two. Lamar number three. At four, I had at four. Uh, originally, I put I I, I put a, a group of people at four. I put the OGs like stacks people at number four. So I put like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers at four, and then I put Deshaun Watson at five. But if I was just gonna go five straight quarterbacks, it would be P. Holmes, Russell Wilson, Lamar, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. I respect that. I can't give Lamar three. Yeah, but I, and, and, you know it's biased for me because I'm a Louisville fan. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know it's biased for me. So I just seen Lamar since he was a pup, basically. It was just so easy for him last year. Yeah, it was, it was just so easy. Even though he lost in the playoffs in the second round to them Titans. It was it looked so easy. Hey, Mike Brown was a good coach too. So don't I don't want people getting confused that like you know Lamar stuck it up or he didn't know Mike Brown was a good coach. The man caught touchdown passes in the Super Bowl and he's his linebacker. Um, he did his thing as a D coordinator, you know, at Ohio State and in the NFL, assistant coaches and things, Houston, and now you see what he's doing in Tennessee. But I don't know if I can get Lamar three right now. I'm going to tell you, like, I knew Lamar then was going to lose that game when I seen Lamar get frustrated. Yep. Like, when when Lamar got frustrated, I said, that ain't Lamar. When he started throwing, like, he got frustrated, I said, all right, it's over with. Because he doesn't do it. And that's the signs of, you know, not taking nothing away from the players, but that's scheme. Yeah. That's scheme and that's that's coaches sometimes. And, and being able to execute it, that's, that's what happens. It happens to the best of them. Tom mm-hmm. Brady. So the, the week before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it got Mahomes for the first half. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. But I, I mess with that five, too, though. I can't I can't knock nobody five in this one. That's QB. Uh, that's why I started QB off first. I felt like it was going to be the easiest. Um, for me, I got Mahomes one, Russell Wilson two, Aaron Rodgers, three. Drew Brees, four. And I'm going to go with five. I'm going with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. Yeah, yeah, Sean was he was that's one that was one I had to analyze pretty tough too. My, my, my only question I got like why why Aaron Rodgers at three why so high like you know, like like look at everybody we just named and who has the less yeah yeah and 
one, I know Aaron Rodgers is getting older, but once he got hurt against the Bears last year, I mean, the year before last, and Khalil Mack first got there and was dominating that half and came back and won the game, I knew that it's not him no more. He's had his off season, you know, the injuries and things like that. But if he's healthy and you put something around him, you win the game. That's what the Packers don't get. I still don't understand them drafting that quarterback either. Yeah, I understand it, but at the same time, I can understand if you take take Jordan Love in the first round and you want him to back up A-Rod, but in the second round you take another running back, I don't understand that when you have two capable running backs, they just got injured. If this running back by committee, why would you take a third running back? That fits the same mold as the other two. Right, they would have just got. They was in the, what pick did they have in the first round? Was like in the teens. It was the twenty something. It was twenty something. Twenty something. Man, they could have got another receiver, bro. Because Devontae no, no, Adams. No, 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 no. The, the Packers traded. Let me get this right. The Packers traded into the first round to get Jordan Love. They did. They, they did. did. Let's get that straight. Yep. Be, the pick was twenty something, but they trapped. They dropped. They dropped. They, they traded up to get Jordan Love in the first round. Um. That's just another story. But that's why I got A-Rod as three. Think about he, before this year, 15 years, he's been in the league 15 years, he was the last skill player taken for Green Bay, and he has a championship. We are in the first round. Let's just get him in the first round. He's the, he was the last skill player taken, except for this year, in the first round. Devontae Adams is the beast. Offensive skill player. They took Jr. Jr. Alexander. He's a corner. Pretty nice, but over aggressive. But think about that, man. No help, and you're Aaron Rodgers. Our Aaron Rodgers, the sheriff. Discount double tech. That's crazy. Aaron Rodgers, I will admit, is like one of the only quarterbacks I seen who could control the whole football game. So, like, he knew what his defense could and couldn't do. So, he would do certain things on offense to help his defense. You know, he wouldn't move as fast. Like, he would control the whole game. And I sit there and watched it for a long period of time. So, I can't knock A-Rod. I really a can't. smart gunslinger. He is. And- but, you know what the biggest turmoil was for me, though? Hmm. And I gotta and I gotta retract that statement about A Rod. He's the second with with less, the second person with the less because the first person I gotta give it to was my number two, and that's Russell Wilson. The only reason I didn't put, only reason I didn't put, but they went and got DK Metcalf last year. He won a first round pick, but you went and got you know he's like you know he, he he's performing right now. So future yeah. behold, let's see if he continue that. But Russell got like you know a little contingency up there. But Russell Wilson, at the end of the day, fights so it's so hard to not put it's not so hard. You look at every way to try to put him at number one, but somebody edges him in something, he's just not number one. I couldn't tell you if we all three was the first three picks of the draft and we all needed quarterbacks and and CPU took Mahomes first. I wouldn't be, damn, Mahomes gone. I say Russell Wilson. I I run up there in thirty seconds. And say, give me Russell Wilson. You know, I, because that's how 
the reason Mahomes won for me is the boy arm cannon is crazy. The boy arm strength is crazy. He does a little wild stuff sometimes, but when you got that arm and he's in a position that he's in with those weapons, it's just crazy. But the way he be, he was a leader last year at the end of the year, even getting on Tyreek Hill, getting the offense, we all we needed to score. We You mentioned it with Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I know what my defense has. I know what we got to do. I know what type of game we got to play. Mm-hmm. And watching the NFL wire, when he said, hey, when it's fourth down, let's run that play in the, in the thing. That's, that's a winner. Let's run that play. The one they did the spin around and uh, Damian Williams got the ball directly. That's what I need in my QB. That's number one. But it's so hard not to put Russell Wilson there with so long with less. Because you see what happens when you give him just pieces. Golden Tate ball and you drop Percy Hall and Marshawn Lynch with a good line there. You get Super Bowl runs. You mm-hmm. get championship titles of appearance, conference game appearances. Yeah, they had that they had that Legion of Boom back there too. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he had he that was a little slick loaded, but man, his quarterback play brought him out. But we're gonna yeah. switch it, man. Top five running backs. Stat. Hold on, I had to write this one down, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> that boy had to write some notes. Yeah, because man, running backs, man, they just it's 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 kind of iffy. I'm going to go with first, though, Ezekiel Elliott. I, I got to go with him. Um, he 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 deserves it. It got to be Ezekiel Elliott. I'm going to go. Man, it might, it might hurt you, but I'm going to go with Derek Henry because uh, what he mm-hmm. did, he, he has been consistent himself. Um, I actually like Christian McCaffrey. Cause he's an all-around player, he a receiver and a running back. But he he's me, Christian. He can expand your offense way more, especially with little less than any, any other other running backs you had. I just named. Uh, I'm gonna say, Melvin Gordon, maybe. And then I might go with uh Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Mm, okay. That's that's gonna be my top five. Who you got, CP? You you go ahead. You go ahead, GA. You go ahead. Um, me, I got Zeke one. I got Christian McCaffrey two. I have Alvin Kamara three. Four, I got Derrick Henry. Five was hard for me, man, because I heard you say Melvin Gordon, but I'm not going to lie. He lost my fantasy league for them $1,000 that year, man. I was hot, man. <laughs> but just to be honest, he's never there when the Chargers needed him for that playoff push or that playoff win and the thing. He's always been injured. True. Um, so it was hard for me to go Melvin Gordon. Then I had Ty Gurley, but Ty Gurley has been hurt last year. So I'm, 
You know, he's traded now. I don't know what, what girl are you getting yeah. to the Falcons. Um, he got tough. No, man, let me back up, let me back up, let me back up, let me back up, let me back up. Let me back up. Let's start this up. We tripping, we tripping, we tripping. Let me start back up. I'm not going to be disrespectful at all, man. Let's go one Zeke, two McCaffrey, three Saquon Barkley, yeah. four Derrick Henry, five Nick Chubb. I'm sorry, Saquon Barkley. I, I was being disrespectful. Yeah, I was. Too. I know, I know they, they, I'm not going to be disrespectful. I had the exact same list except for at number five. Who'd you have, Chubb at five? Chubb. I, instead of Chubb, I had Kamara. So I had a Zach, I had Zeke, McCaffrey, Barkley, Henry, Kamara. And see, I like Kamara too. But after I just thought about it, because I was going I put Kamara, but I think I just I was like, man, he always got a role partner. You feel me? He always he mm. always has a role, dog. And last year, he had another one with Tavis Murray and Kamara that had a hot so year. But it's a contract year. And his ability is there. It just he just a weird tweener. He just weird. Like even the way he runs is a little weird because he doesn't seem like he's fast. Nah. If he gets the ball, it's over with, with great balance, good hands. You know, he can make moves. Um in the tackle, he's he I in the tackle between the tackles, I think he's okay. But catching that ball at that catching it. Let that backfield. That means he's a he's a monster with that though. You know who he reminds me of? His complete style and all. Who that? Who that? Aaron Foster out of Houston. When Aaron Foster had him four years, yeah, he was on, on a tear for four years. He you can touch and uh, you can touch him in the screen game, wide zone running that cutback, and he wasn't the fastest. He was breaking 50, 40, 60 yard runs, catching the ball at five, eight yards out the backfield, taking for 30, 20, 18 yard games. With a big receiver on the side like Michael Thomas and Andre Johnson. It, it reminds me of the same, just, you know, Saints have a way better quarterback. But that's what he reminds me of. Even health wise, it's just little. Things and, and, and things that get Kamara to miss a game or get him off, sore ankle. He's never really hurt, hurt. Um, you know, no poor hamstrings, things like that. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing about Kamara that kind of um, – that I kind of – like, I don't think he's that big. I don't know his exact, his exact um, you know, weight and stuff, but uh, – I seen one Cowboy game when them two linebackers was lighting Kamara up, and he wasn't running the same. So that's one thing I do kind of – I have concern about with Kamara just going forward a little bit. He reminds me of almost like a – not as fast as Chris Johnson. Because uh, Chris Johnson, is a, that's his last name, Tennessee. Tennessee yeah, running yeah, back. Johnson. Chris Johnson. Yeah, Chris, not as fast as Chris Johnson, but – and Chris, I don't think Chris Johnson caught the ball at the backfield as much. But, but Chris Johnson was a better between the tackle running at him. Ah, yeah, Chris Johnson's going to rip you up. He's going to yeah, rip you up. Because Chris Johnson, the people who made the mistake with Chris Johnson was they thought he wasn't going to give them four or five-yard carries, and when he popped, he was going to pop. And that's what he actually did and how he got them 2,000-yard seasons. Yeah, he, he, 
he broke a lot of his own runs, but if you was looking at it, I think man career average is like four point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. And that and four shoot, Josh, you was lineman. If you on first down, you get four point five. What's that? Oh, that's, that's a dream. That's a dream. That's success. Yeah, average of four point five. That's crazy. That's a yeah. But it's, you know what? It's probably a career average, but like, yeah, on quotas. But he averaged a crazy little average. Like Chris Johnson had, because he wasn't in the league no eleven, twelve years, and he, you know, he had nice little stats. I don't know if he's Hall of Fame, but you know, mm. man, the biggest one, the hottest one, top five receivers. This is where everybody has the most argument at, man. The most debate, the most controversies is these top five receivers. I'm going to let y'all go because I already know who won in my mind. There ain't no changing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to start us off. I'm going to go with uh, D-Hop at one, Julio at two, Michael Thomas at three, Devontae Adams at four, and Odell at five. And then I got like up and coming receivers like Kenny Galladay. And I think Tyreek Hill is a big product of what Patrick Mahomes do. And I think Jarvis Landry is a nice receiver also. But my top five D Hop, Julio, Michael Thomas, Devontae, Adams, Odell. Landry's so underrated. He's the most underrated receiver in the league. Yeah. yeah. He gets a thousand yards every season, bro. Just what about the catches? With 100 catches, I mean, he's not going to maybe blow the top off your defense, but he's making catches. He's getting yards. He's getting it, bro. Yeah. Hey, Who you got, Stan? This is crazy. But I'm going to go with Julio first, Hawkins second, Michael Thomas third, Adams fourth, and Odell fifth. Now, I'm going to say up and coming, and it could have been him, Mike Evans, could have been five. And he still can be five. It's it's a debate, but I'm gonna go with them. Yeah, I feel similar. Yeah, the the only reason I pick D Hop over Julio, I think Julio's foot is a concern for me with how big he is. That's the only thing. That's the only thing I I I didn't like. And I like D Hop's uh build and receive I think he's gonna last a little, little longer and I like his flexibility and his ability to uh, just adjust to the ball. And it, it was hard because I could have I mean he could have been number one because I mean this man went one season with no drops. Like can I can I can I kill that narrative? Yeah go ahead. <laughs> because Larry Fitzgerald had five of those bro. Dang Oh, I didn't know that. In his I, career, Larry Fitzgerald has dropped. Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles on interceptions than career drops during his in his career. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy. That's and, crazy. And he did it on less balls. Like we got to think about these were the first people to catch him, Reggie Wayne. Those are the first type of people to catch hundred balls, ninety balls. So that don't impress. That that's it's cool, but this is what he's paying twenty million to do. That's true. That's true. But the reason I go my five, man, I got I'm going with Julio one is because CP mentioned it first, is Bill. Everything everybody else Bill can do and post a favor than he does at the bigger, stronger, faster receivers. He's been too consistent. He beat Jerry Rice record by a full year. 
And I can't get mad. It, it just show up with him. You feel me? Like, I'm not going to say he's the perfect pro, but he kind of, like, he kind of modeled it. You feel me? Like, I'm showing up. Hey, when he asked for a raise, there's nothing we can say to deny it. Nothing. Because it's there. It's always, you know, it's always there. The foot injury, you ca- you got to kind of take it where it is. Like, he's healthy. He's always healthy. Like, you just never know with Julio because he's not a public person. Um, he, You know, I feel like if he would have played his rookie year, I mean, if he would have played his first year and a half in the league, healthy, it would be no doubt, no questions, because, it, you know, stuff would be even better now. The stats would be everything. Um, my thing is, the reason I got D-Hop, the reason I got Julio Jones over D-Hop is, one, the biggest reason is separation. DeAndre Hopkins is a 4-3 receiver, too. The body build, he's linky, but at this time, he get, he does get held, but I expect him to have better moves and also he has to get away. Now, he makes tough catches, but he has to get separation. It's too many tough balls with him. Yeah. It's yeah. Too many, it's too many tough balls. Like, And it's a lot of catches, and Deshaun has a terrible line he has to adjust. But I go to last year, and I watch the Texan game. I'm like, man, he throwing, he throwing this ball down the field a lot. He using a lot of time. They don't have time. They, they can score on this team and come back and win this game. But DeAndre Hopkins is having seven catches on this drive and before Will Fielder gets a little 12-yard touchdown. You feel me? That took up too time, too much time. With I watched I was at the game where the Cowboys played the Falcons, and the Cowboys just ran them time down to a minute or something, you know, um, with Zeke, and they scored. That ran, you know, they scored. Falcons don't have time. You know what Matt Ryan does on second and three at the 40-yard line? He it's this double coverage, you know what he does? I'm just gonna take my shot because when time's on my side, not on my side right now. If it's an incompletion, it's an incompletion. But guess what? It's a touchdown because you got that that guy. It's the same thing Big Ben did with A B. But Julio one, D Hop two. Three for me is Michael Evans. Mm-hmm. Four is Stefan Diggs. And five is Michael Thomas. Now, up and up and coming. Up and coming and stuff like that. I like I'm not gonna say up and coming. I like people that's already there. Keenan Allen, if he's fully healthy, is a beast. He is. And and he's right on that six. Oh, I know Odell's there, but Odell's been healthy the last two years. It's just not been production. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, what about ba- but he got Baker throwing on the ball too, though. But come on, man. We but come on. Baker ain't that bad. I mean, when when Jarvis Landry's getting a hundred catches, though, shoot. I mean But who's the beast? You the if you the you the beast you the beast and even before that when he was in New York, I just don't know if Evans or Diggs is better than Odell though. If I'm going off, if I'm going off like putting it together, Mike Evans is 
is better. It's better than Odell. Odell's more athletic ability, but look at the look yeah. at his production. If y'all go back and look up with sorry uh, with sorry quarterback play from Jameis Winston, go look at what Mike Evans been doing. You talk about injuries, he still had twelve hundred yards this season. Yeah. Yeah, Evans is a big. He is a. That's, he's that's a, what I'm he's a so we sleep on that, but Mike Evans is is that dog. That's why he got that contract a year or two ago because he's that dog. He's once again he's a quiet one though. He when he speaks he speaks and is furious, but ball in the air he had it because everybody talks about the fast guy on the side that Tom Brady's getting out and Mike Evans with Goodwin and Mike Evans, but. People forgot they both had a thousand yards, and Mike Evans missed the last four games in the season. Yeah, so that's my thing with him. And Stephon Diggs, we talk about quarterback. He does it with Kirk Cousins. He's to me, him and Devontae Allen and Amari Cooper are the best route runners in the league. So I can't knock nothing from Diggs, and I put Mike Evans at five because. I'm going off of my mind is off ability, production, and everything. I know Michael Thomas is probably the worst athlete out of him, but you want to sit them with Drew Brees, Sean Payton. Like, we've seen him before. That's what I don't like about stuff. It's amped up a little bit more, but the offense has switched to more passing. The Saints used to be about running first, and Drew Brees still throw for 4,000. Because think about it, you, you can't tell me Marquise Colston's seven-round pick ain't what Michael Evans doing, except for yeah, Michael Evans is the number one receiver in the league, but Marquise Colston was a dog when he was healthy. That was oh, a season. 10, 12, yeah. 13 touchdown seasons. Like, he was that guy with not a lot of help on the other backside. Either. He didn't have no stars on the backside. It was just, Sean Payton's been doing the same thing since he's taken over. Just revamped it a little bit. So that's why I put him five, but that's mine. Now, when I go number one, put them in any situation, they going to eat. To me, there's only two of them. That's Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. But when DeAndre Hopkins made that statement the other day to the media, that told me Julio Jones is one. Yeah. Yeah. Because you ain't, you ain't got to say it. You just got to do it, right? It, yep. it, it doesn't matter because when we're talking about numbers and all this other crap, who did it 10 years straight before you got there with, with worse quarterbacks than you? And that was Andre Johnson. Like, yeah. And you're faster than him. You're, you might – I don't know if you have better hands than Dre because Dre was a monster. But we sleep on that stuff. Even like with the catches thing, it's more social media. So now it's more retweets and everything. Larry Fitzgerald is, if he has a great, if we're going to say the old, Larry Fitzgerald's older. So say Larry Fitzgerald come out and in the top five or top 10 receiving, he has 1,200, 1,300 yards. Do you know what that, or he has 10 TDs, you know what that puts him rank wise in stats? He up there. He's four. Sometimes if he's number four and he's three in some categories behind Jerry, Randy, and T.O. In some categories, mm-hmm. he has more than Randy and T.O. And T.O. is two in categories in number of those categories. So you got to think about that. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. The man had three drops last year. Three. He's 37, 36. <laughs> 
Yeah, Larry Fix don't get the credit he deserves. Yeah. And if you put him anywhere, he gonna eat. That's why I have Julio here. Now, I'm gonna say this. When I was I was gonna swing back to it. When I say already there up and coming, I mean Kenny Allen. I don't care. I, I, I put my stamp on it. The other guy I seen to perform like Julio with the type of coverage and attention that he's had, if he's healthy, he's in my top five. And that's AJ Green. I don't care how many balls yeah. anybody catches. I don't know any touchdowns, receptions, and breaking anything. You break Jerry Rice record. I don't care. The man can do it. Yeah, AJ did it with in Cincinnati too, though. So you know, that that tells you bad. something. That was yeah, that was a bad organization too. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta go to it. But man, we're gonna switch to my side, man. You know, y'all both y'all offensive players, y'all weak weak asses. We're gonna go defense, man. Top five, um, I'm not gonna categorize it, man. Just go top five D linemen, man. You can put your interior and exterior with their with them. Who y'all got? You go ahead, stat. And Donna gotta be number one. And Donna, JJ Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go. Hold on. Whew, that's tough. You you doing both? Yep. I got you. Hold on. I got you. Let me let me pop in. Like you said, one Aaron Donald. No order. Only order I have is Aaron Donald. One is Aaron Donald. Uh, JJ Watt. Um. Are we considering Von Miller a, a, a DN or the backer? See, that's, that's what's confusing because he can – yeah, you might well count him as a D-line because he get, he he's known for sacks. He ain't known for, known for getting no picks or anything. All right. Okay? So, you got to put him at three. Von Miller. I, no, I ain't got no order out of him. I'm going to let John serve him out. I'm just – the only order I got is, is the one. That's Donald. Because I, you know, I got different little opinions. Von Miller in there. I'm at three people now. Four. I got I'm, uh, four, the fourth person is Chandler Jones, and then the fifth person, I'm gonna go Fletcher Cox. Mm-hmm. Now, however, anybody want to arrange them, them five. I mean, them four, they can do it. But I might put Jordan at five. Jordan, who? The one from the Saints. He is a monster. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's too, it, it's crazy, but I gotta give love to my boy. Electric Cox is a monster. He is. He is. And I don't take nothing for Cameron Jordan because I watch him beat my team, so I'm not taking nothing. And it, and that's the thing. That's why I didn't pick. I can't give you five just straight put their hand in the line the ends that's gonna be you know best top five in the league right now. Cause how do you qualify Clowney with top five talent but not top five production? It's top five yeah. in the league. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. Then you got your dude from Jacksonville, um, number ninety one that's in trade rumors. You know, a beast. You know, it's it's just weird. Then you got to do from Tampa to have this year, that this season, Shaq Barrett. It's, hey, 
You know who we missed out on, man? Who? Miles Garrett. Not top five. You don't think so? He he had to think about the people we named, man. He had two back to back seasons of double digit sacks. Plus, but think about the people we named. He still can squeeze that fifth spot, fifth spot yeah. though. It's, think, it, think about it. It could be an really, argument though. You really put in Khalil Mack as we really put Khalil Mack as, a, nah, as an outside linebacker. And he nah, knows for sacks because you're not gonna take Khalil Mack out there too. So what we gonna? Oh man. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then I'm gonna be truthful. Ain't nobody got more than Chandler Jones in the last five seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I just looked at his stats. They got him. They actually got him listed as uh, the top player, but man, that, that is tough. You see, because when he left New England, he didn't get the he didn't get the press. You feel me? No, but you see what he doing in Carolina. I mean, I mean for the Cardinals in Arizona, and he's an older player now, but he's eating. He's eating. What about my man Bosa from the Forty um, Niners? The Chargers? The Chargers? Yeah, yeah, he, hey. he, yeah, he is a yeah, yeah. The Bosa's coming, bro. The they Bosa's coming. They are. The young boys is coming. Listen, I'm glad you said that, CP. The group of young talent, DN man, this they they're gonna have this year, bro. It's gonna be crazy. You got the Bosa brothers, Grady Jarrett. You have. Shaq Barry. Uh, who else? Miles Ma- Garrett. TJ Watt. Well, he's more of a linebacker, but a little rusher. Hey. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Watch for any one of those Washington Redskins names. D linemen. Any of them. They got them all. Yeah. They, they have them all. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. They have them all. They form the first round picks and people that's just playing good. They have them all. With Ron Rivera, might get ugly. All depends on quarterback play. But the hardest one, the name for me, man, for top five, linebackers, man. This is the hardest one. Who y'all got for linebackers? You go ahead, stack. Woo. I know you're gonna do that to me. <laughs> Bobby Wagner. Bobby, that's in there, right? Is he out of yeah, yeah, yeah. He he gotta be number one. I mean, it, it's not even a debate. Uh I like that boy Jones from Atlanta. I can't get him top saying, five though. I can't, but he's nice though. He's nice, and he—I love Debo, but he ain't top five. I mean, he—he's not. He has to be consistent. He—he he put consistency. It the second half of the season he had this year, after the injuries and all whatever that was good, and he puts this season good. If they play this season, I, he can have top five at five or something. But right now, it's consistency. Uh, you got. I'm gonna say that boy from um, the Colts, man, Leonard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he'll be. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's an animal. Uh, I think an up and coming Smith from the Bears. Wait, Quan Smith. Yeah, I think he gonna be. 
And I could be wrong. I think he's gonna be he gonna catch a lot of people radar. Uh it's tough, y'all. Uh the guy from um the Cowboys. Smith, Jalen Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And I know this is gonna surprise y'all, but I'm gonna say that Moses from the Jets too. Mm-hmm. He 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 ain't he ain't just out, but he 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 got production, man. He put in production. I got he put you, in work. man. I got you. One, you go about the weapon because Luke Kuechly retired. Um, but I couldn't put him one because he ain't playing no more. Yeah, I, I'm not even putting Luke Kuechly in there because. But no order again. Bobby Wagner is one. The rest of the four, you can put them anywhere you want. Um, Telvin Smith. No, Miles Jack from Jaguars. Yeah. Um, what's the uh, – Le- not Levante. Devin White from the Buccaneers, young dude. What's my – what's the dude's name? I just had him my name. I'm – on the tip of my tongue. Leonard from the Colts. Mm-hmm. One more. One more. He played for the Texans. Uh uh, I saw his name. Um hold on, Khalid. I got you. The middle linebacker for the Texans, the black guy. It ain't uh McKinney. Mc, Mc, yeah, McKinney. Yeah. Those those top five, and I got some. I'm gonna mention like Roquan Smith is in there. You got Debo. You know, um, the linebackers for the 49ers they rotate so many, so I couldn't put their names in there. You had like they got is it Alexander. They, you got, got? they got Quan Alexander. They have a number 51. I don't remember his name, but a lot of players because they was injured and people had to come back, but they ended up still starting. Um, so I can't be mad at them. Uh, I like Jalen Smith and the Cowboys, but he's long skin. He's not consistent enough for me. Um, even the other the other guy that wears the, the straight flat jacket that they took out of Boise State, the linebacker, he's pretty good too. It's just consistency, and he's young. Yeah, number fifty five. Yeah, you know who yeah. slept on out of Carolina, and a lot of people sleep on Shaq Thompson. Yeah, Shaq Thompson. Yeah. Um, but right now, those are it. Like, I used to have Levante David in there pretty high. Mm. But when I was watching games this year in the season, like, Levante Davis was around, but he's getting that that mode of now. You know, when he first came to the league, it was a sign play. Everybody knows about him. So it's now he's trying, let me try to take on Devin White, and Devin White's showing up. Or they're in a soft spot in those DBs. So they have those players. But I just like Devin White a little more. He's that middle back. And come in as a rookie and play how he did. Him and Rokan Smith is showing you a thing like the evolution of middle linebacker. They're, both of those are smaller. They're a little short bricks. But Devin Wright, the one of four or five. And, you know, Rokan Smith will run fast. And just to be undersized in the league where you got to have some at that backer spot. That's why I say Deion Jones got to be consistent because if these young boys are coming in and doing it like this and you run a full forward, come on, man. Yeah. My, like I said, my uh, linebacker crew pretty same. B. Wagner, Smith from the Bears, um, Jalen Smith, 
um, Leonard from the Colts, and I had Levante David in there, like you said, uh, Khalid kind of slipping off a little bit, but I liked the way he was making plays, and uh, this is style of play, and for his size, the way he got around, he kind of, I ain't gonna say introduced to the little backer, but I remember watching him in Nebraska, and I was like, this dude's all over the field, so that's yeah, my opinion. He was a killer in Nebraska. Yeah. I feel like if Deion Jones could stay healthy, he could be the best the best linebacker in the league. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, agree. I really do. But I wonder. I don't know. Better than B. Wagner, though. I don't know if he'll be better than B. Wagner. I think so, though. Because I don't take nothing away from B. Wagner, but I always put Sleepy ahead of B. Wagner because he always has something in front of him. KJ Wright is so underrated too, and he's an older statesman, and he'd be knocking heads. Healthy, consistent. So, but I just I don't know. B. Wagner is a beast, though. I just can't do it. Like he's just a beast. He is a beast. Like inconsistent ever since he stepped in the league. I don't know. B. Wagner's so versatile for his size, man. He could just. But he's a big, big dude. He can run, he's too. A, he's a big dude, and he be out there moving. Man, he's big. And you know what makes this – thinking about these guys made me mad that Patrick Willis – I'm not mad that he retired. I don't know the reason he retired, but I'm mad he retired. Like, I wanted to see him after those injuries that he was getting. I wanted to see that, you know, when Patrick Willis came in, it was like – it was Ray – like they ain't raised fast. He's not the typical size. He's short, but this he got bigger. And like man, he's still fast. Race smart. Command the defense. Cover. Then you got Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, and you had both of them on the same team. And it was like, okay, you know, dark vibes, big, big linebacker, fast. Damn. I'm not gonna mad that I didn't get to see that. But, man, top five corners and safety, man. Okay, so I did top five DBs. I didn't know if it was uh, cool safety. But... Okay. Uh, so, uh, I got Gilmore, number one. Trey Day, uh, what's his name? Tredavious Ch- White, number two. Uh, I like Harrison Smith. Since we went safeties, I'm, I'm throwing – I like Harrison Smith from the Vikings. I like Darius Slay. I like Richard Sermon at number five. And then for my X factor, just because, I mean, you know, I, I watched him play in my backyard at Louisville. I got uh, Jerry Alexander, even though he gives up some big plays, but I like his style of play, though. Who you got, and One more thing, I just, and I like Jason um, McCarty from uh, from the New England, too, just to how versatile he is. He could come. Safety or the, uh, or the corner? The, the safety. Devin, you like Devin? Dead. No, I like Jason. I like the corner. I like the corner. I like the corner. Uh, yeah, I like the corner. Jason. Who you got, Stat? I'm going to go Gilmore. He going to be my number one. Uh, I got uh, Patrick Peterson still at two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Peters. I like uh, White. 
uh, Richard Sherman. Uh, I like Slay. I think that's his name, five, I think. Yeah. And then, um, now outside, probably be like Ramsey and Joe Hayden, those guys. Uh, but that's that's my list. Well, it's been a couple weeks since we got a barbecue chicken alert. We got a barbecue chicken alert, CP, and he put them at two. Patrick Peterson has been barbecue chicken the last three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. But he's always guarding the best player, though. Are you? I mean, you. I mean, you gonna get? Hey, you guarding Hawkins and Julio? I mean, you. But what he getting like now? That. It's just too much. It's barbecue chicken. It, <laughs> it's barbecue chicken. It, I'm gonna tell you the reason why is because he's getting those people off the name now. You feel me? Like on um, Patrick, they don't have a number two or a young buck up and coming to take that. Patrick need to let that go for real. He needs to be like Richard Sherman and just play a side of the field. Yeah. I mean, I because agree. I agree. he's getting barbecue chicken and he's still – he's not that old. He's just now hitting 30, 31. But um, who I got in my top, man, oh, I got I got Gilmore one. Um, I got Tredavious White two. Um, three, I have Tyron Matthew. Four, mm. I have Jamal Adams. And five, I have a tie for Harrison Smith and Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Because Harrison Smith is a dog. Uh, I, I can't not leave him out of my top five as a dog. I just like I, I like Jamal Adams a little better. He needs to play back more, coverage a little more. But I like like he makes an imprint on that Jets defense, like instantly starter. Um, five Ramsey tied with five, and I put Ramsey at five is because no, it's only it only depends on one thing. It don't it don't matter who you are, what type of receiver you are. Only thing matters is how he feels that day. Yeah. And ability wise, I don't it doesn't matter with Ramsey. I'm not no big Jalen Ramsey fan because I, I feel like he used to talk so much. I'm I'm picking back up on him, but at the same time, the boy puts in work. He puts in work. He gets beat like we saying with Patrick Peterson, but at the same time, it's not you give up four for sixty-eight. Um, with D Hop, with you know a touchdown, that's fine. He, he gave. I watched. I went to the game when he played uh, L.A. Rams versus Julio. They beat us down, but Julio had an okay day, but it wasn't a great day. It was two overthrows because Jalen Ramsey, two or three overthrows, and Ramsey was there. He caught passes on Ramsey, but he couldn't get in the end zone. You know, he had under 100 yards, but at the same time, it was Julio. He had, I think he. He had barely, you know, he had 100 yards, but he had only 60 or 68 on Jalen Ramsey. So, I give it to him at five. Uh, Tredavis White has just been locked down since he got in the league at two. Yeah. And the Honey Badger yeah. is just – I watched the play, man, last season. And this one I knew – it was right before Super Bowl. This I knew I picked the Chiefs. It wasn't because of the offense. 
it was actually because the Chief defense was trending upwards for the last nine weeks of the season. Nine weeks, including the playoffs. Yeah, they mm-hmm. came out and got busted, you know, losing those. But you get cocky with that time of offense. So, I seen him jam the number two receiver, go to the out route. He seen the quarterback look inside. He ran to him. The quarterback pulled it down. He turned. He did a speed turn. The quarterback ended up dumping it to the running back behind the line of scrimmage, and he made a tackle for a tackle for loss. Man. This play, you can go watch this play on YouTube, on NFL Network. You can go watch it. He coming down, jam, you, and I'm looking at this saying, man, this, he don't got no assignment. He, he He's just playing right now. And I don't, did he play with the Chiefs? This is the second season with the Chiefs, right? Or was it his first? I think it might have been his first season. Super Bowl. I think it might have been his first season. I mean, I think one, I, I think it was a playoff game when it was over getting busted, and Matthew came over and said something crazy to them, and it was like, all right, let's go then. And they and they tightened up. They name, did. You can't name another defensive back on that team, but you, you name them, but you know they're not. They're really like, hey, season them up, barbecue chicken alert, you know. Yeah. Besides Matthew, um, I like the. I don't know if it's Swarzen. I like the little safety, um, the white safety. I like him, but he's not no, you know, hey, let me grab him type of guy. Like, you know, he's an mm-hmm. NFL starter. Don't get me wrong, but you'll take a lot more people over him. Um, up and coming, I like Casey from Atlanta. Uh, before last year when he was at safety, he was tied for league and picks. Um, I like Darius Slay. Who else? I like a kid, um, Howard from the Georgias, Casey Howard. Oh, yeah, Casey Hayward. I love Casey. Oh, my God, man. CP, let's back up. <laughs> let's back up. All three of us got to back up. Josh, too. If Derwin James is not in any one of our top fives, we will have no business on this podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. We'll have yeah. no business on this podcast. Yeah, yeah bro. You're right. Yeah. We'll have no business because – that's the yeah. next reincarnation of Sean Taylor. He's not Sean, but he's the closest thing you're gonna get. People say, "Oh man, he plays. He looks like he played linebacker, but he dropping in the. He's dropping back when he's supposed to be blitzing, fifteen yards, picking the ball off. You can't get the ball over him. He's deep in his deep third. He's he's playing man. I'm excited to see what that Chargers secondary is gonna be this year. It might be the best secondary in the league." Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be locked down back there. They're gonna be locked down. They got some locked down people back there. Casey Hayward, yeah. Chris Harris, Desmond King in the slot, Joseph Adai yeah. at the uh safety, and Derwin James at the other safety. That's some locked down people. King at the slots yeah. a that's a bit that's a that's a yeah. You can run nickel the whole game with that. Like, and then you got Bosa bringing that pressure. And you went got that linebacker from Oklahoma. Yeah, they're gonna be a little dangerous. They're gonna be dangerous. Offense, man. Offense, man. But let's yeah. wrap up our top five, man. Let's get to this our last segment of the show, man. This the biggest topic, man. Greg Floyd, Brianna Taylor, and Ahmad Aubrey, man. Um, as we've been witnessing over the weekend or since the middle of the week. 
uh, riots, peaceful protests, um, looting. Uh, I'm saying all three because all three have been happening. Um, there has been peaceful protests, there has been riots, and there has been just, you know, looting. Um, a lot of y'all probably asked why we're talking about this on the sports podcast, but as we've seen, that was Stephen Jackson's close friend. And even besides that, being Stephen Jackson's close friend, it's just another black person, another three black people dead by in the hands of police, um, except for my Aubrey. My Aubrey was killed by an ex-cop, fake cop. But I looked at the tweet the other day and it hit hard and we had to talk about it because and it was kind of geared towards the college football, but these guys coming to our homes, say they, you know, say they love us, say, oh, you need how you need us. Um, basketball too, make a lot of money off us, even if we don't, even if we go to the NFL or not. They make buku money off us, dealerships, but are quiet in all these situations. Dabble, you got to think about it. If, you, if you've been on social media and stuff, or you've been looking around, you haven't seen nothing from Dabble Sweeney, Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And these are the same people that come to the hood. If you stay in the hood or something, say, hey, you talk to your mom and say, I got a way out. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I, your, mom, your mom and dad are supposed to trust them. You know, um, and I'm just be honest, like, not every player is from the hood. Uh, African-American players and not from a bad family or anything like that, but it goes for all African-American moms, even, no matter what upbringing dads too, what upbringing they come from, no matter if they're affluent, middle class, rich, poor, broke, whatever. Somebody might be living in a free state of Washington as a black parent, having, you know, having lived in the South, and you want my son to come to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Clemson's Clemson, South Carolina, old Oxford, Mississippi, Athens, Georgia, UGA. But when stuff like this happens, you quiet, but I'm supposed to trust you with my kid. Or when we do step up, because all three of us are African-American males, and like Kaepernick, you do a peaceful protest when the NBA, when black parents put on the shirts, I can't breathe, um, three years ago, two to three years ago, um, and you have announcers on TV saying, just shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, it's crazy because, don't get me wrong, I don't condone looting and stealing the stores, but I know people are frustrated. But the looting is crazy. It happened I, probably in all our cities. I know it happened in Louisville, CP. I know it happened in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. Did it happen in Louisiana, Josh? Nah, I haven't yet. Not yet. So it's it's crazy, but like people are you know, people are frustrated, people are tired. Because every time you do you do something the right way or you try to do something the right way, it's suppressed. I, I mention it all the time when I'm talking to people about it. We tr- we got out and voted, tried to get out and vote last year for the governor race for Stacey Abrams. Um Brian Kemp suppressed the vote. He he closed voting stations. We had rigged we had rigged um Poll, we had rigged polls, not polls, but the ticket counters, like where you submit your ballot, you know, those machines were was messed up. They were rigged. They was faulty. Deemed by the court that these machines were broken when the lawsuit was filed. Guess who's our, guess who's still 
our governor. No recount, no re-election, no nothing. That man, so you know, what can you do? You, they were mad when we kneeled. It wasn't American. Kick the man out of the league. So, man, just what are y'all thoughts on it, bro? Kind of what you said, Khalid. I mean, they asked us, how, how do you want us to protest? We do it peacefully and we consider it wrong. We do it violently, we consider it wrong. So what do we do? I mean, how are y'all gonna change? Like what is what was okay for that cop to do what he did to that man or uh, any other situation? Like what was okay about that? Like I don't see how you could look at that and not do anything about it. You know, like the only reason I feel like he's in custody now is because of everything that's going on. But why should he even have to come to that? Like that man had that man, like this man's in handcuffs. That's for the cops with you. What is he gonna do to you? He can't do nothing. What are, what are you on his neck for? So I just don't understand. Like I don't understand when it's obvious why they're not being charged. You know what I'm saying? Why it's not being charged and why does it why do we have to do this in order for something to be done? That's that's just me. It's time for a change, man. Man, yeah, there's nowhere around. It. It's time for a change. And like you say, CP, man, what if it wasn't on cameras or we weren't pushing the issue? Would he really be in jail right now? And then they talking about, I think I seen an article saying that they got him on, they got the camera in the cell because he talking about he going to commit suicide or something like that. So, like, they got him on 20, 23 hour lockdown and one hour of freedom. But, like, they got him. They got so much protection around him when he out. It, I mean, this, it's time for This is my thing. And, you know, we went to a predominantly white school, man, in college in Kentucky. So, you know, it's a lot of opinions being spurred out there and put out there about the, the looting, the rioting, the protests and stuff like that. And it's, we say looting is wrong or whatever. But like y'all say, what are we supposed to do is time for a challenge. All three of us have been in those type of situations with people with uh, other races, you know, where it's just like, why are you doing this to us? In Orangeburg, Kentucky, or any other place. I face it in Georgia. Uh, it's just not a Kentucky thing or all other places. Um, it's just why. Like, what, what, what do we do? You know, and to me, I don't want to sound hateful or anything like now, but it hasn't happened to another race, another another race that would care like like we would care. It hasn't happened to the Caucasian race of white people. You feel me? Like you don't see this, and we're seeing stats. And they and, and this is what I say when people' opinions are getting misleaded and things like that. You know, it's a lot of stuff being retweeted, said. You don't know what's true. You don't know what's fake, false, whatever. You know, right now in these times, so. If I seen a stat that said Michael Vick served more jail, more jail time than all the cops that killed the last 493 unarmed mm-hmm. black people, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not here to say that's true or just false, but we need to find that out because 
I'm not going to react anyway until I figure out the truth about it because if it's true, Man, that's sad. That's sad. Okay. Don't, you know, that you, y'all care about dogs more than us. Mm-hmm. In the last week, man, we had a lady call on a man in the park and say, I'm threatened for my life. And he's, you know, said, put your dog on a leash in New York City. In the same park, they had the Central Five. We had a guy yesterday, I watched the, the rally, he shot a bow and arrow at a dude at protesters and when he and when they jumped on him and beat him down, he came on the news report and said two black guys jumped him. The first the yeah. first ten people was all mixed. There wasn't even a black guy in there. You couldn't even tell the race. You shot a black guy with a bow and arrow. And you could lie about the, the whole situation. Yeah, cause I think one of them had a uh skateboard in his hand or something like that. One yeah, day. it's a lot of races out there destroying stuff, too. That's another big point. It's not just black people out here looting and things and, like, the media has control. We also got to, like, share the positive things. I seen a picture from, from Louisville CP of a, a cop doing a protest in the ride got separated and black people surround him and say, y'all not, we're not touching. Yeah. So, yeah. at the same time, we're angry. We're showing compassion. Yeah, but we don't get this same compassion shown to us. You have a, I think. Go ahead. Well, up in Flint, it was a case where the um, police um, chief he told all his police officers to put their shields down and everything, and they protested with the people. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Like, like you know what I'm saying? When you come out there with tear gas and batons and shields, like you bringing a you know a combative attitude towards it anyway, you know what I'm organize saying? With, yeah, organize with the organizers, man. I heard a great yeah, guy say yesterday, hey, if we want to organize and do a peaceful protest from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., anybody after is here after 8.30 p.m. when you give us 30 minutes to clear out, y'all can, you know, you can do what you do. But just give them folks yeah. that time. Like, these are the rules. But we also got to police ourselves, like, Hey, bro, we coming out here, we trying to get this stuff. We going to do some yelling. We going to do some get in their face, but you, you can't throw no shit. You can't throw nothing. That's when we got to, yeah. you know, we got to step in. But because I'm not telling nobody not to protest, not to riot or whatever, but I am telling you not to loot, you feel me? Because what, what does that show we do? We go hit Dior and Gucci and stuff like that, bro. And people saying, all oh, those folks have insurance. That's cool, bro. That's, that, that's true. But at the same time, what does that betray about us? Mm-hmm. You just we, mm-hmm. we just mad angry black, you feel me? But and, and plus, what does that got to do with the injustice? You know what I'm saying? Like that's selfish. Like I seen like people like robbing jewelry stores. I know like here in Louisville, like people uh broke into an Italian restaurant and stole the wine. What does that got to do with Miss Taylor, Mr. Floyd, you know, uh, with Amaya? They don't have nothing to do with them. That's some selfish stuff, bro. Any- like you you you're using the situation in a bad way. Yeah, and yeah, you go like and like you talking about some hit them where they hurt. That's not where they hurt, bro. Like in different situations, you gotta you gotta do something different. Y'all gotta get you know in y'all's and Brianna Taylor situation, bro. You gotta it just something has to change. Like y'all gotta be trying to change the whole Commonwealth. You feel me? Even like in Georgia, yeah. we gotta do the same thing with Amon Aubrey. We down here tearing up Atlanta, but people these folks three hours away in Bronson, like we killed him down here. He, he was murdered down here. These folks do this on this street. We ain't tear up that street. We walk down it with guns and all this other stuff. We protested, but y'all don't go tear up 
Brunswick, Georgia. Mm-hmm. We got a black mayor, you know, um, things like that. But it it's just crazy because you don't, you can't tell nobody how to feel, what to do, anything. It's just it's crazy. But the thing is, us as black people, we tired of it. You, you're, you're, you're tired of it, man. Um, and I have a statement to say, man, as black people, we always come to somebody else's aid, too. And now, look at us when we need people to come our age. A couple, a couple, you know, people are coming out. I'm not going to say all different uh, races are bad or don't support us or things like that, but we come out in drones for other races in other countries and things like that. But when it's something that happened to us, I've seen other countries, you know, doing rallies and stuff, but we need the same pressure we give other people. When Trump said this was the, the, the Asian flu or the Chinese flu, man, you know how many black people talking about, look at your president, you know, going crazy. Now look at now. Even in the video of Greg Floyd, it was another minority there watching, telling people to back up. You're a minority in this country, man, and you just letting this guy put his, let another minority be killed. And and I can tell you right now, more minorities fight for minority rights than than anybody else. How many? Let's just be real. How many Caucasians you think, man, are just really want illegal immigrants in this country? <laughs> Do you, I don't got no problem with them. Yeah, yeah. Long I mean, they, them, as long as you can tax them, I don't got no problem. Yeah, they're yeah, productive. They're productive to society, and like you said, they can bring a lot of, you know, what I'm saying, good to to the society. To be honest, we really I mean, do, and 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 we, and we cheap. We we really um getting over on them because we know they mm-hmm. don't have the paperwork to be legal, so they can't say nothing sometimes. But at the same time, we're not complaining when they're building our houses, doing anything, or. Doing work and we getting over it. Yeah, man, you know. People provide for their family too. Yeah. And, you know, like when you say like people should be stepping up, like like I seen like Joe Burrow come out and say something like, you know, somebody like, you know, a rookie, a rookie quarterback, you know what I'm saying? If he could come out and say something, then like you said, your savings could come out and say something, your sweet, you know what I'm saying, your dabbles could come out. That's a a, a rookie quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I'm He's coming out of sense. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. people cried and he's a goat and argued on everything. And you got grown men ready to fight over him, talking about the generation. We won't put no pressure on him. I saw a tweet today, man. I mean, LeBron James tweeted, Why do America hate us so much? And I seen somebody respond that I know that we all three of us know say, Why aren't you out here with us? Why aren't you out here? But it's the main person saying, Oh, he's the goat. Where's your goat? He said Republican buy shoes too. He ain't, he ain't yeah. said nothing. Tiger Woods, come on, where are they at? Serena Williams, we was all gun ho behind her saying, hey man, you know, after the baby, the birth thing, the Wayne Wade. Now I'm not saying these people are not saying nothing, but shoot, at the same time, keep going. Y'all got to push it as much as we pushing it right now. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I agree. I agree. Because I know Dwayne Wade and stuff, but they say stuff, but when it was about your son and rights and protection for him and what he's going through, you was on every news media outlet article everywhere talking. Your, your, your oh, hair right. is red. All you 
have is black black boys and a one and you have now you have a black daughter. So it's time. It's time for everybody. It's, we just can't nitpick and choose like, hey, oh man, you know. And we and we get on rappers. We get on stuff. I've seen pictures of Wale. I've seen pictures of J Cole. You know. I seen actors or whatever out there. I'm not saying y'all folks gotta march and gotta go out there, but it's time for y'all to step in in the communities and and come up with a plan. Some of these people have predominant black assistants and things like that that know these connections and stuff. But if it, when it's only for their gain, it you know that's the problem. You don't gotta march. You don't gotta be on the front lines. But when this is over, you need to be leading the front lines to whatever we can do to change this. It just got like you said, gotta be trained. Like we we have money too. Like we we have money. The community has money, the African American community. So it's just what can you do? I agree. Yeah, I, I it's time for a change. Mean, it is it's it's twenty twenty, bro. Like people still should you know what I'm saying, but at the shows, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's in people's hearts, man, you know? Like, it make you think, like, dang, is this ever going to go away? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Type of thing. I don't want to think. I don't want to think like that, but, like, bro, y'all still doing it. And it's, you know, and like y'all said, we get to see it now. Ain't no telling how many people in the past have lost their lives like this that we don't even know about. Hey, man. You know? You know about Josh. It's like history repeating itself. You remember when you tried to get off campus and you said you couldn't pay for school, man? And what, what, uh... Dean Kramer told you to your face. Yeah. You was a grown yeah. man. Yeah. That, it's situations like that. CP, you got a kid. Yeah. Me and Jason, I have kids, bro. You have a son, you gotta raise, yeah. bro. And I seen a video uh a dude teaching his son, like this is what I taught my son today, like if uh, you got a knee on his neck, you know, at a police stop and stuff. Or I seen, you know, you seen mm-hmm. videos of how you gotta talk to your kids about getting pulled over. So it's like that type of stuff is the is the backfall of this. That's what that's what people don't get, and that's my only problem with people defending buildings burning and things like that. Like, look what we have to do besides that, Josh. We got pulled over Kentucky for Mississippi plates. Yeah, I got pulled. Uh, that's yeah, I got pulled over in in Kentucky with Georgia plates and said, "What are you doing, transporting drugs?" Yeah, mm-hmm. we actually, and I'm gonna tell you that was my first week up there, man. We was uh, we just finished running. And me, it was me, Farley, Matt, and uh, Father. I think that was man. We were going to Waffle House. Man, pulled me up. And it's two and two in the car. For people that don't know, it's two black boys and two um, Caucasian. Really, Father is Italian. Yeah, he's Italian. And the man pulled me over. Talking about some, I smell alcohol on you. I'm like, man, I just left working out, man. Come on. And he pulled me out the car. And I had to do a breathalyzer test and everything. I was just like, Mm. man, it's crazy. Man, my first week up though. I already know. Trust me, I know. I got pulled over leaving study hall, leaving. You know how our thing set up, man. We was in the HRC the back in the day doing study hall, Coach Arnold. Uh, and I had got in the car and went to the little stop sign and bus right came out to my knee stop at the stop sign. You know how I know that was a lie, man. I stopped at the stop sign and picked up the phone. And called somebody and asked them if they was gonna they was ready to come. Are they ready? And it was me and Adrian. 
And then we turn, boom, bust. But you don't pull me over until I bust the other left and go the back way to McDonald's. Come on, it's crazy. You feel me? Like, but the backfall of this is you gotta teach her. We have to teach kids, hey man, we gotta tell people, hey, like, you know, my brother goes to school in Mississippi State. Every time you leave, I gotta tell him be safe, don't speed, because you're going through town and you got a little, you have a little car, so, you know, just be careful. And like that's the world we live in. And when people see, like, when they hear this, it's like, well, this you know burning stuff down. But look, look, look at the repercussions we have. Yeah, it's crazy. It really make you be speechless and be like, like y'all say, when it's gonna stop? It's twenty twenty. President said, when they start looting, you start shooting. The man to hold the highest title in our country. And you got people Snapchat me saying my they my friends talking about some he's he's a better candidate. Oh America's doing great right now. Hmm. What business wise and morally wise, man? Do we got morals anymore in twenty twenty? Y'all don't worry, we we had more fights or more race stuff ever in the last four years. And y'all talking about America doing great because we got a dollar. Backwards, man. It's backwards. Just living in a black man in the United States, like you said, your kids can't really, I mean, they can enjoy their childhood, but you got to teach them so many things. You got to, you just got to be on your P's and Q's, man. You got to be on your P's and Q's. Even if you are on your P's and Q's, you still, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. You could be doing everything you're supposed to be doing and still, you know what I'm saying? It's like Minneapolis. They mess with you. Three years ago, you killed Philando Castillo, a legal gun owner, reaching for his license to show you in front of his wife and his child. So if we're doing it legally, which I want us to do, yeah, it's crazy. Like my mom, my mom used to say, "Man, you got two strikes against you." When I was growing up, you was born with two strikes. You were male and you black. And I used to be like, you know, we used to hear. But I ain't know until you get, you know, you got to high school, you got to college and stuff. Like, you know, you see it for real, for real. And even through now, we see it. So, it's crazy. But they love our culture. Like, people love our culture. People love sports, what we do for them. They've stolen a crazy amount of, you know, stuff from us. Music, every art, everything. But they don't love us. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this, everybody's bad, everybody don't love us, or, you know, everybody's racist, but you, we do got to open our eyes, and you, you do, well, you, they have to open their eyes and say, hey, it's a lot of racist people, like, my my dad or whatever was racist, and I'm not saying there's no black, there's black, there's black racist people. Racist people in all cultures, religions, everything, races, but I don't know who gets that the most. I feel like this. We 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 stereotype too, but we I don't think we go out and do what they. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing what they do. You know what I'm saying? We right. say it in our head, but I'm not, I'm not gonna actually do what you do to me, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna look at you crazy too, 
And I, and yeah. I, I be, I'm, I'm be completely honest. I look at you crazy, but I ain't clutching my purse. I ain't locking my door. You feel yeah. me? Like making it evident that I'm doing this type of stuff for you, and I know you're not on that. Now, if you're acting weird and stuff, yeah, I might do it. Like, cause I'm, you know, I'm, you just never know. But at the same time, we're not going to no church praying with people and shooting them. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? Like, we're not walking to no school just shooting it up. It's just crazy. We take a knee, you get kicked out of the league. You beat your wife, you still can play in the league. Mm-hmm. So, it is what it is. Um, you're a black quarterback, you might need to be a running back. A black quarterback in college, you need to be a running back in the NFL or receiver. Um, you not, might not be good enough to be a franchise quarterback. I remember the time Cam Newton, uh, old NFL owner, said he didn't want Cam again. He was glad Cam didn't have no ghetto tattoos all over him. So, Man. you know, we got ESPN 30 for 30 coming out about the Clippers owner. So, we've been dealing with this for years. Warren Moon wasn't good enough. He had to go to, what, CFL? Yep. Before he had to play in the NFL. First black quarterback, Doug Williams. Uh, you know, it's just crazy. Everybody got to do better on both sides. It's just, I feel like we just got to stick up for ourselves. Like, it's something about to change. I also feel like it's the perfect time. Like, I feel like all the NBA stars just sit out now. Yeah. Yeah. Bump, it. Bump the season. Yeah. Like, you get the money, you get the money. Like, it's just sit out. It's yeah. over with. It, it, y'all don't want to. That's gonna. It's gonna have to blow over and stuff. You know, just sit out. It ain't. It ain't gonna matter. Yeah. It's yeah. So yeah. I yeah. It's over. This is it's over. It's, it's just crazy. Just don't know. But man, that wraps up another episode of the Sports Affiliated Podcast, man. DM us, hit us on Twitter at Talk Affiliates. Man, I appreciate y'all boys coming out with me another week, man, on two hard topics. And um prayers for those three families. We can't fathom to imagine what they're going through, but God be with them. And it's gonna be tough on them. But Appreciate y'all boys for coming out. And we back next week, next Sunday, one o'clock. Yeah, y'all bro, y'all have a good week, bro. Y'all stay safe.